Now, I want to go to the Word today because I got to get something done. In the book of Galatia, uh, chapter number two. Now, as soon as I got through ministering this Word, I was going over Last week, I talked about uh, how do I get faith. So you need to make sure you got that because last week told you how you get faith. Now, I gave you a verse of Scripture this morning. I'll do that again. Romans 10, 17. And I'm going to do that from the CEV version. Okay? I'm going to take my time and do that if it's okay. The CEV version. I'm okay? All right. The CEV version is the... See, some of y'all a little timid. You, you know, but you know. All right. Contemporary English version. See, when you know something, you have bonus. You don't whisper. You just say what you got to say, okay? All right, you're grown. You're of age. All right, so contemporary. You don't, you'll see a, we're not recommending you go out and buy this, this version. I'm just trying to give you an illustration that there's a lot of different versions. Uh, there's another version uh, I said this morning that we didn't go to. Amplified Bible. Uh, I'm going to show you. We don't go to that, but there are denominations that teaches just that book. That Bible. And I'm going to show you what you run into when you teach different versions of the Bible. And I'm going to show you that this morning in my subject in Galatians 2.20. And I'm going to show it to you. All right. But where am I right now? What verse am I on? Romans 10.17. All right. Now watch what this Bible says uh, in, in Romans chapter number 10 and verse 17. So this is why you need a teacher. You need somebody who knows how to teach the word. You know, uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. And I'm going to read this out of the contemporary English version. Watch what it says. No one can have faith without hearing the message about Christ. Say it with me. No one, no one can have faith without hearing the message about Christ. Now the message about Christ I gave you already in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1 through 4. Christ died for our sins, he was buried, and God raised him from the dead. So that's the message about Christ. All right? So until you receive Christ Jesus, till you believe Christ Jesus. See, I'm, you got to believe. That's what you got to do. Believe Christ died for our sins. Believe he was buried in your place or in your grave. And then God raised us from the dead. See, you were risen with Christ. There's not another resurrection for you. You already resurrected. But the key is, you in the new covenant. See, the new covenant's already finished. Everything that people tell you that's going to happen, you're in the new covenant. The new covenant could not have officially came until all those things were fulfilled. See, Christ came to fulfill all things. And when, he came, when Christ came, he came to fulfill all things. So if all things have not been fulfilled, that means that grace hadn't come yet. Now, I gave you a verse this morning that I'm going to have to take you back to just to show you what I mean, and that's Acts 3.21. Now, you got some scriptures. I need you to get them ready because we're going to go through them. Uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 21. Now, this morning, I gave you this. We're still going to go through Galatia. We have went through verse, uh, I think, 16 down to uh, 20. I got to do those. All right, now Acts chapter 3, verse 21. I need you to, see, anytime I teach on something, be, be like the Berean Christians. You know what the difference with the Berean Christians than other Christians? They searched the word that Paul said to see what he said was true. See, that's what you got to do. That's why you have the Bible. 
Don't just go by what somebody said. Go and search it out. Get yourself a concordance. You can get all this stuff from my storehouse. I, I think we still got concordance in there. I made about the last one. Uh, but I'm going, I'm, I'm going to get some more because the one I get is, is leather bound. But I may have some hardbacks. But you need a concordance. Concordance means everything, every scripture that's in your Bible is in a concordance when you can't find in your Bible, okay? Uh, now, Acts chapter number 3. I got to go to work. Help me, Lord. Acts chapter 3, and we want to look at verse 21. In Acts chapter 3, verse 21, the apostle Peter is the minister of the apostolic church. Not, not apostolic church, the Pentecostal church. So when you read chapter 2, 3, 4 uh, in the book of Acts, you'll find out that it's Peter and John. Those are the past. Peter's the pastor of the church. Why? That's why upon this rock I build my church. Who he talked to? Peter. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Peter. So here it is. Peter is over this church of God. So when Paul came against the church of God, who dealt with him? The Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 9. That's why you had him say, Saul, Saul, why? Why persecuted thy men? It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. Paul said, who art thou, Lord? So who stopped him? So when people come against the church, who stops them? The Lord. You got to get that. This is not my stuff here. My thing is to make everything grow. Let me say it again. My church, my responsibility in this church is to make everything grow. So when you try to stop growth, in a church. You're trying to stop God. So you have to understand that everything we do in the church, we want to be fruitful and multiply, replenish and subdue and have dominion. So when you don't want something to grow, I don't need nobody else. You're fighting against God. Now, you're going to bring your past involved. Because in this church, everything got to grow. Amen. So that's why I don't care what we got in this church. It's not going to be just going on with two members. Everything got to grow. You notice how I cry? I got more than two members. How would you feel if you've been just quiet? All your life we only got two members and I cry. You can say, Reverend, somebody else can sing beside them. Let me move on. See, that's why Paul did. Paul tried to stop God from multiplying the church. God gave me that when I came out of my office. Phew. All right, let's move on. All right, so you don't want to fight against God. You don't want to do that. All right. Now, let's move on. Acts chapter 3 and verse 21. Just one verse. Now, Paul has, uh, Peter had already preached. He already told him to repent in, in verse number 19. See, people telling people repent today, that's works. Now, you tell me, you listen to this high sound. You talk to a man ain't saved. Let me come to this camera. You come into a man ain't saved, and you're going to preach to him, Acts 2.38. Here's a man in, in, in today that's not saved, and I'm going to use Acts 2.38. And you tell that man, repent. Now, I want to ask you a question. How is he going to repent when he don't have faith? Hmm. Then you say, and be baptized. Well, what if he don't have water? What if he's in prison? 
in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. See, this is what people are doing. And you're going to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You can't receive the Holy Spirit without, the, without faith. See, he wasn't talking to you. You in the dispensation of grace, you receive nothing. So my message today is why I need faith. Now, I just gave you one reason. You need faith to receive. Now, I'm going to take you through a lot of these. Say it, I need faith to receive. All right, now let me finish this, this, this here, and then I'm going to go to Romans 5, 17. All right, let's do, let's do this, Acts 3, uh, 3, 21. Whom the heavens must receive until the time of restitution of all things. Now, people are telling you restitution hadn't happened yet. Let me give you some definitions for the word restitution. Uh, you, you, you ought to be able to write these down or study this when you get home. I'm going to show you what restitution is. I'm going to give you about three words. Restitution is the word restoration. Now he says, when the heaven must receive until the time of restitution of all things, which God has past tense spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. All right, so everything you hear in restitution was, was spoken by all the prophets. Now, are you telling me what the prophet spoke has not come to pass? See, if you listen, you know that ain't right. Now, you want to write down Luke 24, 44. All right, but let me, but let me uh, Luke 24, 44. Restitution, let's give you those words first. Because he said, until the times of the restitution of all things. Now, has all things been restored? That's restitution. So you want to look up the word, it'll tell you he has restored all things. So what did Christ come to do? Restore all things. So he said until the time of restitution shall come. Then the next word, restitution, is restoration, is reconciliation. So I gave you that this morning. Uh, we'll look at that. That's uh, I'm just trying to see if anybody got it. They invite you to know. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19, uh, let's show you what Christ did. See, that's the same thing as restitution. The key word is, I've learned, that's why so many people don't know the word. I didn't know because I was taught by people who didn't know the word. I'm not saying that to put them down. They were teaching you out of books that they did not understand. And they taught it to me, and I got the spirit of this not understanding. All right, here we go. Like I said, there's a lot of preachers came down from the pulpit, had cigarettes in the packet, cigarettes in their pockets, and they all laid hands on me, and I ran wild in the wilderness. <laughs> Just like the sheep in the old covenant. All right, 2 Corinthians 5, 19, to wit, to witness, that God was in Christ. What, what is in Christ doing? Reconciling. That's the same word. He was in Christ restoring. What other words did I give you? I, that's, I got rest, restoration. 
Reconciling this right here. I gave you another one. I gave it to you in, in the scripture I'm reading. I'm reading it out of Acts 3.21. The time of restitution. See, that's what I'm saying. You need to mark these things and put them in your Bible. All these things are the same thing. So when God came, he's already reconciled all things unto himself. So you have to know what the word is saying. And I told you this morning, if you know what grace is, grace means the dispensation of grace. It's the dispensation where all things have been restored. You know, I, I watched, I, I turned on the TV the other day, not till, well, I did, and I, I, I watched YouTube. And I got this guy standing there where he got this big smile on his face. He's ministering on restoration. At a, at a pastor's church, not his church. I mean, he walks out there and he tells the folks, to, you know, time to get your stuff. <laughs> time to get your stuff. Well, that's what it says in the Old Covenant. When restoration comes, it's time to get your stuff. No, 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 no. In grace, you already got your stuff. See, I'm going to show you why people not get anything from God. They don't understand faith. Faith is to get what God already finished. That's what you got faith for. Faith is so you can receive everything God has already done for you. See, your inheritance is everything God, I read that in Acts 26, 18, matter of fact. That's power ministry, so you get your inheritance. Well, you can't get your inheritance without faith. That's why Paul's message is so they can understand his message. Open the eyes of the blind turning from darkness to light, turning from the power. How are you going to do all that? You got to give them faith. You can't turn nowhere. You can't do nothing without faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. See, you can't please God without faith. And I said this morning to this camera what faith is. You can't preach a message about faith and get faith. Faith only comes by hearing, Romans 10, 10, 17, and hearing by the word of God. Let me show you how you get faith. Look at Romans. Now get all this stuff ready for me. Now somebody have it all in line and pretty and ready to say it when I get there, right? Romans chapter number one. I gave you no word if you preach your own message. Romans chapter one. See, this is how you get faith. Faith is revealed. So if a pastor does not have the revelation of the mystery, how are he going to give you faith? Say it. Faith is faith. Revealed. revealed. See, faith has to be revealed by the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, it's not have to be. It's already revealed. That's why the new covenant is called the revealed word. It's called the word of truth. So if you got a pastor not preaching you the gospel of Christ, Forget it. You won't have any faith in there. You're going to die and go to hell. I'm going to show you. Look at Romans 4, 16. I'm going to show you why God, why you have to have faith to get grace. I already told you in Romans 5, 2, you got to have faith to get grace. I gave you that in Romans 5, 2. But I'm going to show you in the Word why. Romans 5, 2 tells you why you have to have faith to get grace. But now I'm getting ready to show you Romans 4, 16. 
See, Romans 4, 16, I'm going to show you that you cannot get grace without faith. See, I, I'm, I get, I'm just showing you. See, you got to understand. You got to know why God gave. If you don't have, you can't get it unless you believe the gospel. The gospel of Christ. You can't pray without knowledge of the word. You must have faith in God's word and the knowledge of God's word to pray. That's the only way you can do it. So when you come to God, he that cometh to God must, must believe. You got to already have faith when you come to God. We went over there this morning. We showed you how a man can receive his healing this morning. So you need to get the nine o'clock tape. Told you how you can get your healing. It's already been done. See, Christ already come and took away all the curses. Sickness was a curse under the law. Disease was a curse under the law. But you can't operate in the new covenant without faith. And you can't be your faith. Romans 10, 17 told you, so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Galatians chapter 2, I'm, I'm going to read that from 15 down to uh, 20 and 21, that you got to have the faith of the Son of God. See, in the old covenant, you had your faith. That's why so many people not get anything from God because they're trying to use their faith. You can't use your faith to get anything from God. All right. Romans chapter 1, verse number 15, Paul says, we go to verse 15, Romans 1, 15. Paul says, so much as in me am, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that I at Rome also. You're talking about the gospel of Christ. Then he's going to tell them what the gospel of Christ is. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He's going to tell you what it is. It is the power of God. What's the gospel of Christ? The gospel of Christ is the power of God to get your salvation. See, the word said, unto. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation, to receive salvation. To everyone that believe it. Wait a minute, you got to believe? Yeah, you got to have faith. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. You can't get your salvation without faith. Now he's going to tell you, for therein, when the gospel of Christ is preached, is the righteousness of God revealed. Now, what is the righteousness of God, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. You right there in Romans. Look at Romans 4.13. What is the righteousness of God? Why are you saved by the righteousness of God? Romans 4.13. The promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham and to his seed through the law, but through the Righteousness of faith. Are you telling me Christ is the righteousness of faith? Hmm. Romans 10, 4, 10 and 4. Romans 10 and 4. So you have to understand when Christ comes, Christ is God's righteousness. You can't get faith unless Christ is preached. Romans 10 and 4 say, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. 
for everyone that believe it. Now, while you're there, I'm going to go to 4.16, like I said. Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Why do you need faith? Therefore, it is of faith. You have to have faith. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. You cannot have faith to work by itself. Faith working by love. And God's grace is God's love. So it had to be by faith that it might be by grace. You can't operate grace by itself. You operate grace by faith. That's Romans 5, 2. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Now, promise is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost is sure to all the seed. All the seed, yeah. All of the body of Christ. Who's the seed? Christ. So to all the seed is all that the body of Christ. You the body of Christ, you the seed. Not to, that, not to that only which is of the law, not just the children of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham. Say, that's me. See, that's how you got in. You got in with the faith of Abraham. Now, we got to understand something about the faith of Abraham. The faith of Abraham went through a trinity. Let me go to this camera. The faith of Abraham went through, let me read it for you first. You right there in Romans. Look at Romans chapter 4. And let's start with verse number 1. We look at the faith, the faith of Abraham. So you got to understand the faith of Abraham because you got to see how it worked. What shall we say then that Abraham our father, talking about the father of our faith, as pertaining to the flesh has found? If Abraham was justified by works, he has will of the glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Watch this. Abraham did one thing. What was it? Abraham did one thing. What was it? All Abraham did was believe God. And when Abraham believed God, it was counted to him for righteousness. And all he did was believe God. So what Abraham had to do was to get faith. See, God could not do anything in his life until he got faith. So the Bible said that God preached the gospel to Abraham. So let, let's go back and look at it. He preached the gospel to Abraham. Let me show you. He told him what he wanted to do in his life. Let's go back to Genesis 15. I'm headed to my message. God knows I am. Genesis chapter 15. And verse 1. In Genesis chapter 15, God had already told Abraham in Genesis 12 what he wanted to do. Now you got that head, head out again. He all, let's go back to Genesis 12. Let me just go back there. In Genesis 12 and 1. See, God already told Abraham, watch this, what he wants to do. So that's why we have a Romans 9.30. Can you just put Romans 9.30 on the board for them and you'll come back to Genesis 12 and 1? I just want to make sure that people who watch this broadcast can see Romans chapter 9, verse 30. That's one of our scripts. We got to go there anyway. So I want to just show them that. Romans chapter 9. I'm sorry, Romans chapter 3 and verse 30. I keep saying that. I don't want Romans 9, 30. It would fit in, but I don't need it now. 
Get you later, Romans 9, 30. Romans chapter 3 and verse 30. Watch what he says. Seeing, he didn't have ears to hear, he eyes to see. Seeing, it is, a one, it is one God which shall justify the circumcision. Those were the Jews. They're going, how are you going to justify them? What justify them is make them right with God, make them acceptable to God. He's going to do it by faith. Now, you got to understand something. Their covenant is what? By faith. You need to put that somewhere because you're trying to get somewhere. The word tells you by faith, and you're still trying to get that. Everything in, Acts, in, in Hebrew chapter 11 is by faith except one person, and that's Abraham's wife. So when it's through faith, you get it through the word. Let me say it again. When you, when you see the word through faith, you have to get that through the word. You got to find what the word says is done. Then you believe it is through faith. That's why I'm going to show you God already fulfilled. He took our sicknesses and our diseases. He already fulfilled that. We showed you that in Matthew 8, 16 and 17. She's already been fulfilled. That it might be fulfilled. Jesus fulfilled every jot and every tittle of God's word. So when you see the word been finished and fulfilled, you get it through faith. But see, they couldn't get it through faith because it wasn't fulfilled yet. Christ hadn't come. So they had to get it by faith. That means God had to say it to them. They had to act it out. And then God believed them. Let me say it again. God told them. They go and act it out. And then God believed them and counted it for faith. So when he wanted to see do Abraham have faith, he's going to tell Abraham in Genesis 15, I want you to take your son, your only son upon Mount. This is not in Genesis 15, but he's going to start off in 12, 15, 17, 26. You'll find out that he's going to tell him to take his son to the Mount Rye and offer him up for sacrifice. Abraham going to do it, and God said, now nah, I know that you believe God. So he had to do that. When he want to know, when he want to know, do Noah believe? He gonna say, Noah. He gonna tell him first, Noah, go build me an ark for the sake of my house. I'm gonna destroy everybody, everything in the flesh on this earth, except you and your wife and your three sons and their wife. Everybody else gonna die. Yes, Lord. And he went and built an ark. See, God told them they went and did it. Now God said, Now I know you believe me. See, that's not your covenant. That's by faith. Okay? Your faith is what? I gave to you faith. Through faith mean what? Through the word. Some of y'all need to catch on. Because like I said, this is how you live. This is not how you come to church. The just shall live by faith. I'm trying to show you, you can't live without faith. You do not have the spirit if you don't have faith. There are three spirits that lives in you forever. What are they, Pastor? He gave them to you. He gave you three spirits that lives in you forever, and that's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the last verse. Faith, hope, and love. They live in you forever. So I'm not going back to Abraham now. 
we were. <laughs> so there are three spirits that, that live in you forever. Because they are eternal. So if you're talking about eternal life, how are you going to operate in an eternal life? You're going to operate through faith. You're going to have to operate in hope. You have to operate in love, those only things that's eternal. And you already are in eternity if you're in Christ. See, if you're not born of the Spirit, you're not in eternity. You're still in the flesh. You're still in time. You ain't got long. Now, either you're in the 70-hour program or you're in the 120 program, but if you're not in Christ, you're, not, you're still in time. Most people put you in the 70-hour program and they always die in the early 70s or somewhere around there, close to it. See, I'm not in the 120 club neither. There's a better club. Yeah. Hallelujah. Some of y'all will catch on. See, I used to be fooled. I used to be fooled with that. I used to be confessed that I'm in the 120. I'm going to yield one. God said, well, I thought you were going to live eternally, everlasting life. I said, oh, my God. Get that thing off me. Somebody said, get that thing off me. Man, I'm not no 120 club. I'm in the forever club. I got eternal life. I can be here alone. God need me here. See, don't set no, don't set no clock. <laughs> you got a lot of folks at them 70, them 70 and out club. They, they got that seven, got what they said. All right, now let's, let, let, I gave you a lot of things this morning. Uh, let's go to Romans 4, 4, 16. I'm going to start you off. And I'm going to go to Galatia 2 after this, then you go follow me up, okay? So Romans chapter 4 and verse 16. Therefore is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, whether you're in Christ or whether you under the law or whatever, you're in Christ, to that only which is, not to that only which is of the law, but also that which is of the faith of Abraham, who was the father of us all. Okay, now I already read that. Now let's go to the next thing. I want to go back to Galatia, because I got to get this going. Galatia chapter 2 and verse 19. That's what I want. I'm sorry, Galatia chapter 3. Well, I can't do Galatians chapter 3 until I go to Galatians chapter 2. So let's go to verse 15. Galatians 2, 15. And after this, we'll go to Galatians 3, 19. Now you got those two. All right, here we go. Now my, my, what I'm asking you is, why do you need faith? I gave you a lot of answers. I hope you'll write them down. One of them I gave you, you need faith to live. Because the just shall live by faith. If you don't have faith, you're not alive. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about just live every day. I'm still around here. He's talking about eternal life. If you don't have faith, you don't have eternal life. Remember, I just told you there are three things you got if you got eternal life. That's faith, hope, and love. See, so when you don't have love, you kind of wonder, are you a new creation? Hmm. Because you got to have faith, hope, and love if you're a new creature. Isn't that something? So you better check yourself. How do I know I'm saved? Are you walking in love? 
Start off that one. Do you have love? Hmm. Because love is God. Hmm. Well, do you have faith? Hmm. Faith is God's righteousness. Hmm. Is the kingdom of God in you? What is it? Romans 14, 17. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Do you, do you have faith in you? That's God's righteousness. And are you a person of peace? Or you want to fight everybody you meet? Hmm. Are you a person full of joy? Or are you always walking around like you've been eating green prunes? Some of y'all don't know about that one. I won't bother that. If you had a green prune, you'll know it. All right. Now, Galatians chapter 2, verse 15. Let's go to work. We who are Jews by nature, Paul is talking about, and, and not sinners of the Gentiles. So that's what they call us. Knowing that a man is not justified, the word justified means made right by the works of the law. You're not made right by the works of the law, but you are made right by the faith of Jesus. You're made right how? By the faith of Jesus. Now that did not say faith in Jesus. See, that's why you got to have ears to hear what the Spirit says to the church. Now, if I put you any other Bible up there, and I'm not going to do it, because I, I need the time, it'll say faith in Jesus. If you use the word faith in Christ, faith in Jesus, don't let nobody tell you that you are saved because you got faith in Jesus. So that you need to get this now. This, is, this has to do with your, your, your salvation. You're saved because you have the faith of Jesus. That means you got the same faith that Jesus operated in when he was in the earth. That same faith is in you. You got the same faith. You got the same hope. See, Christ is your faith. Christ is your hope. Hope of glory. Christ is your love. Those things are eternal. So you are not saved because you have faith in Jesus. Because faith in Jesus is your faith. That means in the Old Testament, they did not have the faith of God. So Jesus says, how is it that you have no faith? So Jesus said to them, have faith in God. Old Testament. So they couldn't get that faith until they got a new covenant. And the way you get it by Romans 10, 17, the gospel has to be preached, the gospel of Christ or the word of truth. So if you go into a church, don't preach the gospel of Christ or the word of truth. Forget it, you'll never get it there. And a lot of people don't realize why God brought you here or why he got you watching this television broadcast. He's trying to give you his faith. Everything you're trying to get in the spirit realm won't work unless you have his faith. His faith is not of this world. His faith is not of this earth. His faith is not from here. His faith operates in the spirit realm. His faith is eternal. I gave you three things in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 13, what verse was it? 13, 13 or 13 something. 1 Corinthians 13 and... I can only hear you saying something. I don't know what you're saying. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, is it? That's the last verse. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. 
That's the last verse. And now abide it. What does it mean to abide? Live. It'll be here forever. Faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. Those three things live because they live in you. And that's why God dealt to every man what? The measure of faith. That faith lives in you and will be there forever. That is how you live. That's your righteousness. See, so everything you're going to get from God, you're going to have to use your faith to get it. So you might as well start practicing or you won't end up getting your inheritance and then I'm going to have to get everything you got. Because everything you got got to be given to somebody. That's what the word of God said. That Jesus taught that. For him that have much more shall be given. <laughs> Keep on goofing off. You be coming over to my place. Hey, Pastor, can't, come on in, come on in. And the only thing I did was got faith. Listen, the Bible said, blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly place in Christ. Why did Abraham inherit all things, even the whole land of Canaan? And that's all he had was faith to receive it. God can't not allow you to receive anything from him that you don't have faith to get it. You got to have faith to get it. Look at somebody and say, you got to have faith to get it. So see, you can keep goofing off or you can come to church and get taught the word. Because your faith needs to be increased. That's why the man walked with Jesus and said, Lord, increase our faith. We're in trouble. All right. Now, we're in Galatians chapter 2, right? So in verse, if you listen to verse number 16 again, it says, we're, justified, we're not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Online that word, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. He told you how you got it. Even we have believed in Christ. Now that's, that's, that's the Jews, because they believe in Christ. That we might be justified, watch this, by the faith of Christ. See, see you were made right by the faith of Christ. Not your faith. How many see that? You're justified by the faith of Christ, not by the works of the law. See, I was justified by the faith of Christ. All right. So that's why you were made right by the faith of Christ. That's your righteousness. Not by the works of the law. Works of the law, no flesh should be glorified. Now, let's go down to verse number 20. Those are your two verses, 16 and 20. I am crucified with Christ. He telling you how you got it. To be crucified with Christ means I died with Christ. His death is my death. His burial is my burial. His resurrection is my resurrection. Galatians 2.20, that's who I am. I am crucified with Christ. Now you got to understand something. When Christ was crucified on the cross, when I believe in Christ, I'm a partaker. I'm one with him in his death. I'm one with him in his burial. I'm one with him in his resurrection. See, that's what faith does. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. So where's Christ? If you believe he's still coming, you can't believe he's in you. See, that's the, that's the lie of the devil. See, that's the trick of the devil. That's why so many people condemn themselves. They believe the lie. 
The word of God. You didn't believe the word of God. The word of God says, it's not I that live, but Christ live, liveth in me. Christ liveth in me. All through Paul, right? He told them what Christ was. He told the Gentiles. See, the Jew was still waiting for him to come because they had to wait for a, a man, a real person to come in the air for them to see him. That's why you got faith. You see everything by faith. You receive everything by faith. You don't have to wait for a person coming out. Oh, Lord, I believe. You believe the word. I say you believe the word. See, God don't have to have you to go up on Mount Moriah and kill nobody. You believe the word. You, you're saved by the faith of Jesus Christ. Verse number 20 says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I'll live, not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I don't live by faith in the Son of God. Now, that's the difference in the Bible. We're going to do a couple, Reggie. We're going to do Galatians 2.20 out of the NLT. Then we're going to do Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, just verse 20 out of the CEV. And then we're going to do Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, out of, I just told you that Bible this morning. Amplified. Thank you very much. All right. Now we're going to do three. Now I'm going to show you each one of these Bibles is not going to say what the King James says. So that's why I'm saying it's okay, you know, to take something to see, you know, amplify it a little bit or what that, but you got to know when they're not right. You just can't just take something and say, this Bible says. Because when you can't, you are saved, the Bible says, it's not I that live, but I live by the faith of the Son of God. The, I live by the faith. I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by the faith of the Son of God. It's his faith. But if I live by faith in the Son of God, it's my faith. How many can see what I'm saying? You, you, you say, you say, you ought to be able to see. I just said two things. They have the faith of the Son of God. If I, if I said, if I said the, the, uh, the faith of something is that person's faith. Faith in something is your faith. I mean, you can get that, can't you? All right. So you, you don't, he didn't ask you to have faith. He didn't ask you to have faith in God. That's old covenant. But you ought to have the faith of the Son of God. Well, how did you get it? Romans 10, 17, right? I got his faith through his word. It was preached, and I heard it, and I believed it, and I received it. Ain't that right? You received it. See, that's 2 Corinthians 4, 13. Uh, are you ready? I'm just waiting on you. Whenever you're ready, or anything. Okay, here we go. I have died because but I have died, but Christ lives in me. Oh, that sounds good. I now live by faith in the Son of God. How, how many see the difference? I, let me go to the camera. I can't wait on y'all no longer. I got, I got to get this done. Can't you see he says, I now live by faith in the Son of God? See, he's not talking about I live by the faith of the Son of God. See, if you're still trying to live by faith in the Son of God, you're using your faith. That's why it's not working. That's why people can't get no healing. You know why? They're trying to get their healing with their faith. You can't get healing but your faith. Your faith, I'm going to show you in Romans chapter 9, verse 
uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 30. I don't know if I did it already. But your faith, you have to use your faith. And Romans is through faith. Your faith is through faith. Israel's faith is by faith. That's Romans 3.30. Okay, we'll go there later. I thought I did that. Sin is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and the uncircumcision through faith. So you, you are justified through faith. Through faith means hearing the word, right? I told you that. By faith means Abraham had to hear what God says. He had to act it out. He had to go to Mount Rock, come back, go up there and crucify something. God said, stop, don't. now I know. That's the difference. That's not your faith. All you got to do is hear me preach it and believe it and it's done. See, I can preach healing uh, to you and show you one word and you can say, I believe that. It's done. All right. Uh, I'm just going to give you that one. Give you that one. Look, look at the Isaiah 53. I'm not going to be able to finish that, Rich. I don't have a two, less than two minutes. Isaiah chapter 53. See, that's why, that's why I, I, I need you because we are ministering to a lot of people out there. All right. Isaiah 53, just going to look at two verses, Reggie, and that's verse 14 and 15. See, this is what Christ already did. That's what your faith does. Your faith is your receiver. Whatever God has already done, he gave you faith to receive. As a matter of fact, if you go back and study the woman at the well, Jesus at the well, how many remember that? Just that much. Oh, Ooh, it's rough, boy. Rough up in here, man. When Jesus was at the well, there was a woman who sat on the well in John chapter number three, right? Thank you. That's what I need. John chapter four, Nicodemus chapter three. John chapter four, this woman was at the well and Jesus came there and the woman said something to Jesus. He said, woman, give me water to drink. And he said, sir, you have nothing to draw with. And the world, the well is deep. Now he's talking about the well of salvation. And he doesn't have anything to get it out. See, that's Isaiah 12. I'm not going there. But you have nothing. What was it? John chapter 4, verse 11. And you have nothing to draw with. And Jesus said, if you had an ask of me, I would have given you living water. Now the key, here's the key. She told Jesus he had nothing to draw with. But the, he already put in the word in, in Isaiah chapter 12 with joy. You draw water out the well of salvation. See, that's Isaiah 12. You have to find that later. That's how you get water out the well of salvation. Well, joy is mean you have the Holy Spirit. Romans 14, 17 says, righteousness and peace and joy is, is the kingdom. You, you, you in the kingdom, you got the spirit in you. So you, are, you have joy. So you can draw water at the well of salvation. Why so many people can't draw in the water out of the well of salvation? Because you're not rejoicing in the word. You got to rejoice in the world as a man who found a great spoil. 
So when you come in here today and I tell you your word has come, you should say, look, shh, I, I heard something. That man told me my word just came. So you got to learn how to rejoice when you hear the word come. You go back and study Jesus' ministry and he'll tell you, I think in Luke chapter 16, where all those things were lost. When they found what they were looking for, they rejoiced. So when you come in here and that word is in this house, you come in here to rejoice. You come in here to get what God has said in your life and you're going to get it with joy. And the more joy you have, the deeper the well can go. There is no... You can't measure what God has for your life. That's why he gave you faith. So you measure how much you want. He dealt to every man the, how much you want. Faith gives you your measure. Now, you don't have as much as I have. I'm just speaking spiritually. But you have the same faith. You just measure to yourself. You just wanted a one-room house. You just need the kitchen. And you're going to sleep on the couch. You don't need a bed. That's your measure. That's what you want. But I really want five bedroom. Pastor, why you need five bedroom? I got four kids. See, you, 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 you got to see what, everything in life happened because that's what you measured. When you went to choose the house, you got the house that'll fit your family. You got to understand something. When you get a measure, you got to understand more than you coming home. See, I started out my wife. We, we, we added on. We started out with our, our, my wife. We had enough room for me and my, me and my wife and then another one more, more bedroom. Man, we got through. We had rooms. I had, we had turned the garage into a house. I won't tell you about that one. You don't know, you know about Willie. You know what Willie did? Willie turned our garage to a house and built the house and he left, the, left my brand new car in the garage. I came home, I said, Brother Willie, where in the world are you going, how are we going to get this car to there? He said, car? I said, yeah, you, 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 you're doing my garage and make it into a living room and you're going to fix it all. He said, man, I forgot. I never took that car to you. <laughs> we had built a room upstairs. We had built the whole garage. We had the whole, man, we had, I don't know how many rooms. Because we kept on having children. So that's my point. So we built our home. This time we built one with three bedrooms upstairs and got a whole lower level. I mean, Earl just had a son, daughter, inherited two other kids. That's four. He come home, that's five. <laughs> so you got to think that way. I don't know, this girl right here, stand up. How many rooms you got in your house, girl? This one of my ministers here, Sister Jatan. How many, how many rooms in your house? He got 11 rooms in the house and two under construction. That's all right. I just want to tell her. You, got, you still add rooms, eh? still making room. But see, that's what you got to understand with the grace God give you. You're going to need more grace than just for yourself. I'm going to have to stop right there.
Get this morning tape because I showed you this morning tape that Isaiah 53 verse 4 and 5 has already been fulfilled. Put on the screen Matthew 18, Matthew 8, 17. It's already been fulfilled. God looking for somebody to receive it. You know what people do? They'll receive that God already paid for their sin. But they won't receive God already paid for your sickness. I told you Galatians 3.13, Christ already redeemed you from the curse of the law. Being a made a curse for us, for it were written curses everyone that hangeth on the tree that the, that the blessing of Abraham might Come on, the Gentiles. Well, that's, that's all that every, everything that God gave Abraham had come on your life. Abraham, a type of the Father God. Everything the Father has has come on your life through faith. All you got to do is have the faith to receive it. So you get a vision from a house of a man who got a vision. You got to know what to do with all this stuff. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. Come on, stay on your feet. Come on, clap your hands. Stay on your feet. Clap your hands. Stay on your feet. Come on, thank the Lord. When you don't want the word, listen, let me tell you something. When you don't want the word, your faith won't work. You can have God's faith. If you don't walk in love, it won't work. Because faith Worketh by love. And so you got to understand something. Anytime you're looking for something to, from God, you got to walk in love. That ought to encourage you to walk in love. Look at somebody, wave at somebody and say, walk in love. Walk in love. Or your faith won't work. It's God's faith in you. And if you do not walk in love, it won't work. God will shut your system down. What an awesome thing. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 1 through verse number 4. Christ died for your sins. He's buried. God raised Jesus from the dead. He's already done it. You need to receive God's salvation. God's salvation is his faith, is his son, everything that Christ is. Christ is your faith. Christ is your hope. Christ is your love. Christ is your joy, your peace, your everything. Righteousness everything, divine grace, divine protection, everything is when you receive Christ. I need you today to receive what God has done in your life. Romans 5, 17 told you you got to receive. See, that's all you got to do. Paul ministry is to give you faith so you receive it. Receive God's righteousness. Receive God's salvation. Receive everything God has, has done for you. Man, receive your help. Receive your healing. Everything. You want to see other folks say, just receive it. Go and thank God for it. That salvation is not just for you, it's also for your house. What does that mean, Pastor? If God didn't want you saved, if He was not going to save your house, he would not have saved you. I don't think you heard that. If God were not going to save your house, he would not have saved you. God saved you so he can have a lamb in the house. 
God saved you so he can have a light in the house. And the light is for the whole house. Come on, clap your hand. My time is up. I thank you for yours. And the door of faith, the door of faith, the door of faith is open unto you. Thank you for listening to the Dora Faith Ministries podcast. I hope this message was a blessing to you and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Also, be sure to find us online at www.mydoorfaith.org. That's www.mydoorfaith.org.